Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Unpack your knives and stay. Yes, stay. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Top Chef for Habib. I'm Haley Strong. I'm here today. It's a beautiful sunny day, at least today where I am, which is a thrill for me personally. Um, something else that's making my day nice and sunny is the two people who are joining me here today on the podcast. Kirk Clark, what's up? Uh, you like a Padma likes her, likes her food spicy and tart. I like my podcast meandering and chaotic. So let's do it. <laughs> well, you've come to the right place, my friend. <laughs> This is what this is the bimbo podcast of the RHAP. <laughs> What's it called? Catalog. Latanya. Hi. Hello, fellow Hello. bimbo here. Hello, bimbo. The bimbo squad. <laughs> Kurt, are you okay with being a bimbo? Can I be a himbo? Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah, sure. Well, welcome. This is another episode. Um, <laughs> yes, it me, is. That's how it goes. The spreadsheet. I enjoyed this episode. I liked it more than last week. Um, I think I like the quick fire. I like that we're bringing the judges in. And I liked, although, again, I think we're giving Richard a little too much screen time. <laughs> yeah, Richard's agent, like, worked overtime for this season, I think. Was he? Got him a good deal. Was he? I can't remember because there were 10 judges. Was he one of them? Yes. I can only assume. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah, I, yeah, he was because I remember at one point it was the judges like the four judges and richard against everyone else like when they were doing the 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 debates when they went backstage to yeah arbitrate Um, into the dojo and i love that there is a tofu challenge i thought that was really fun i think that's something we've been asking for is a more like a veg heavy or a vegetarian heavy um challenge and we kind of kind of got it sort of we we worked with tofu which was nice i love me a food that describes itself in the same way you talk about mattresses Oh I'd yeah, like, that's yeah. Funny. Like, that took like me a second. Through, <laughs> that's a funny thing. And, uh, and reclining, <laughs> reclining adjustable, tofu. Adjustable tofu. Like, well, what are those ones that it, like do that? Half of my tofu is hot, and the other half is cold. So we have different temperatures on each side of the tofu. Just in case you're sharing your tofu. Yeah. Um, it's like the, the DLT of. Veg- <laughs> no, sorry. Continue. <laughs> the quick fire was create custom dishes featuring the judges' preferred flavor combinations. So we had Padma, Tom, and Gail come in and say what it is they are looking for in a dish. And then we had Richard there again because his agent is great at his job. Um, so they were doing head to head, but then Richard would pick his favorite out of the three that won. There's a lot of weird tournament schematics in this episode. There was. You're right. I was surprised when they when they when they went into the elimination challenge. I'm like, oh, another tournament challenge. And, and the and the uh, they're like, this is we said we would do this tournament style. Like, oh, like we just did. You don't yeah. have to explain that to us because we just experienced that. Thank you. But this one's bigger, bigger and better, and more rounds. Um, so Gail wanted Smokey and Chard, and Gabe and Jamie faced off, and made, Gabe made. Bay leaf oil roasted pork with smoked jalapeno and tomatillo salsa, salsa and avocado. And Jimmy made a grilled skirt steak with chipotle, smoked corn and spicy tomatillo salsa. Both of these looked unreal. Mm-hmm. So are these now like official secret menu items at Chipotle? Can I go? Oh, and I forgot it was a Chipotle. Ch- I totally just forgot it was a Chipotle challenge. Yeah. Chipotle yeah, challenge. Using only the ingredients, the 53 ingredients that Chipotle uses. <laughs> 
allegedly. What's what is your Chipotle go to order? Uh, chicken bowl, no rice. It depends on if I'm in the mood for a salad or a burrito. So I I normally get like the chicken salad with some guac and some um some corn and salsa, or I get like a chicken burrito. Yeah, I I usually get um a burrito bowl with carnitas, but I also want the fajita veggies on it. Mm, um, yeah. I always have to get a side of nachos for using it instead of a fork. I always use the smoked chipotle Tabasco because it's so good. Um, and I always get a Mr. Pib there because that's like Pib. the only place oh, that Mr. Has Mr. Pib. Pib. <laughs> I don't yeah. even think it exists in Canada, honestly. Um, yeah, he hasn't gotten his doctorate yet. He's, he's, <laughs> no, he's just Senor Pib. Sometimes, if I'm feeling real wild, I'll get a quesadilla. I love their quesadillas wow. with chicken. Oh, they're so good. Bookmark the quesadilla thing for what we're eating this week. But, um, Ooh. Uh, previews. Oh. Previews. Um, I love a I, I, I do the chicken bowl, no rice. And it'd be like chicken, a mix of their two beans and some black, some pinto. I'll get the fajita veggies, usually like the tomato salsa, and then cheese and guac. Usually I want to do a sour cream. And that's like if I'm trying to like go like no carb, protein heavy. It's actually pretty tasty. And I'll do I'll add, I'll add the same chipotle sauce, the Tabasco that you I do. Love it. Um, I prefer, yeah, I prefer the bowl because then you're not confined by the uh, spatial parameters of the burrito, the tortilla wrap. You can kind oh. of, re- they can really, they'll really heap it into the bowl, I find. Mm. Um, although I have gotten uh, burritos, more more so a Qdoba than a Chipotle, but where they've had to like, <laughs> where like all the stuff I've gotten in the burrito is too much for the burrito to contain. And they had to like patch the hull breach with like a taco shell. Like, mm. they, like, wow. to, like Oh no, it's leaking out. Put out the taco shell. We're gonna lose everything. And so and it's uh yeah. One but time yeah. they didn't give me my salad dressing and I was just like, what am I supposed to do? You know? So what like, did what you end up doing? Did you go back and ask them? I didn't, it was delivered. So I was just oh. like, I like what am I supposed to do now? Because the, their dressing is very distinctive. You can't like, you know. I don't think I've ever had it. It's really good. It's not something that I can recreate. I'm going to have to try it sometime. It's been a long time since I've had Chipotle. Like, it's only in, like, Toronto, and I haven't been there in a very long time. It's only, like, usually I'll get it in the States. But again, I haven't been there in a long time. I haven't been to to Chipotle since lockdown or since, you know, since, like, March of last year. So that's Well, you used to live in L.A., and there was much better Mexican food. Just (laughs) truly everywhere. True. True. There, and I was when I was in Chicago. There was one within walking distance of me that, like, occasionally, like, literally two, three minutes. So it's like I didn't know what to do with dinner. Occasionally, I would be like, oh, "I'll just get you both." But um, yeah, it's uh, it's and it always seems like there's like, oh, they when did they get this on the menu? <laughs> like, like there's always like little. There's always things. new little things. Yeah, but yeah. I'll I'll prefer I prefer Qdoba. Won't lie, but. I've never had it because we're just like mainstream. Like we, if we're in the states, we usually have a rotation of like places we'll go, which is usually Panera or Chipotle. Um, sometimes my friends will want to go to Bob Evans, and I go just because I have to. Yeah, that is a you, random assortment of Americana. But, but it's like, I swear, like ninety percent of Bob Evans are like in the same mall parking lot as Red Lobster. So you should just like. <laughs> Well, we have Red Lobster here is the only thing. Oh, okay. So we have to go Red Lobster. You have to. It was in Beyonce's song, so it has to be everywhere. And you know I love Red Lobster. Okay, and so anyway, Gabe Gabe won (laughs) Face Off, in case you didn't pick that up. Um, Tom wanted something tangy and crunchy, and Byron and Don faced off against each other. Byron made mojo grilled pork, poblano, and charred corn salad, tomatillo, charred poblano salsa and john made wood fired pork loin with crispy onions and poblano avocado puree again these both look everything in this everything looked great yeah. yeah i wanted all of the things they looked they all looked great there also wasn't a lot for me of like variation <laughs> like they were no. all kind of, because they were all the same yeah like, it's totally yeah. ingredients wasn't a lot of uh of, um, a lot of tomatillo and a lot of poblanos yeah but i am gonna next time i go to Chile, i'm gonna say can I get you a wood fired pork loin with crispy onion and just see how what they say? Dawn ended up winning this round and the whole challenge. What did she win? Did she win money? Yeah, she won so. ten grand. Oh, amazing! 
furnished by their friends at Chipotle. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, Chipotle. Uh, said John, probably. <laughs> she was very surprised. Like she like almost fell over. It looked like. Good for her. We we yeah. love a, we love a Don win. In in like a um a preview of what would happen at the end of the episode, her and Byron facing off against one another. Oh really, yeah, just a, didn't a even, through line of the whole episode that. was uh when we got the Don Olympics backstory and the Don's brother Olympics backstory. I was like, come on now. I didn't get that. <laughs> oh, you didn't. It was only an hour episode. You didn't get her talking about her brother and like there were photos of her in the Olympics. It was in the huh? Well, this, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm pretty sure I paid attention the whole episode. I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, it, it's not like the Bachelor. Like the Bachelor, will literally be like this the whole time. Like <laughs> great, whatever. Well, the top shop. I'm like phone is away. I am looking at the television. Yeah. There were things I picked up on my second watch and I missed on my first, like Jamie comparing herself to Hello Kitty. Yeah, that I wrote that down. That was funny. I missed that too. Maybe I was just out in space. That killed me. <laughs> um, Padma wanted something spicy and tart. Marie and Shota faced off against each other. <laughs> Shota was anxious because he was like, oh wow, this is a challenge featuring Mexican ingredients and I'm going against a Mexican chef. Can't wait for this. Yeah. He ended up winning with his pork loin and spicy avocado puree, sautéed spinach and crunchy black beans against Maria's fried avocado taco with black bean tortilla, serrano pepper, fresh corn, avocado, and spinach jalapeno salsa. And, and Maria's didn't have any uh, protein in it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking, like, is this vegetable considered technically a protein, like jackfruit? Or, but, um, but hers didn't have like the pork or the barbacoa. No. The no. Good for her. Um, I love that. I love. I love just being like, screw it. I, we don't need the bean. Um, apparently, I want. I want every single dish <laughs> that we saw. Um, mm, there was a dish you didn't want, wasn't there? Was there was it? no. There's no fish, Kurt. How could you not want one? <laughs> I guess just none of this. Maybe because I knew everything was coming from Chipotle. Maybe you I'm were like, like worried about some like listeria or whatever is in Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just wasn't. Nothing here like excited me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Actually, I like it was. In, I liked that. I found it interesting that Shoda won, and then there was the comment. So did Shoda, and so did Maria. Was pissed yeah. that he, he won. Yeah, not happy. Pat was like, "This wasn't like that spicy," and she's like, "I was taking it easy on White Boy Richard." <laughs> <laughs> and Richard's like. Hey guys, like I like spice. And Padman's just like, no. I'm wondering what flavor profile because you know because Shoda apparently stepped it up from a spice perspective because like his cooking said Japanese cooking typically isn't that spicy um, or powerful. And so I'm wondering like what kind of flavor profile he put did he steer into some of the more traditional like Mexican flavors or um, so I, that's that's I would have been curious about that and like the, the crispy beans that he kind of intrigued me but um but yeah maria was i I, by the way i like the through line that whenever like that mexa that that's uh that maria is constantly referring to herself as the mexican the mexican yeah it's like you who 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 was responsible for this dish like in restaurant war she's like the mexican and like it's very self-restaurant i love it i I will not be referring to her as that no, I, no, I don't it, think I'm allowed it's to. It's empowering that she <laughs> but refers she to herself abs- as such. She can abs- she- Maria can do whatever she wants yes. in yes. my book. Yes. She- yes. I love her so, so much. She definitely is like the uh, miscongeniality of the season. Yeah, like Rourke mentioned last week that she's nervous she's going to be like the robbed goddess at fourth place. But I feel like she's getting so much content that it's hard for me to believe yeah. that she doesn't end up in the final. At the very least, like the the voting for America's favorite top chef. I don't know what this. I can't remember what the term is. The, the fan phase. America's <laughs> next favorite top chef. Yeah, next top chef. <laughs> um, started this week, so like they're promoting it during the episode. I don't know if they have that in Canada as well. Given like, I'm, well, I, I don't I, watch the commercials though. To be fair, no, I don't think we're able to vote in that though. Yeah, but even like zooming past, it, I saw that it had come up, and um, and I'm wondering if I. I'm feeling that it's going to be between her and Shoda. Yeah. Maybe John. I don't know how it wouldn't be Maria, though. I don't think... Unless it's Jamie. 
It could be Jamie. I don't see it being Gabe. Looking at her final five, the only one I don't, the one I think is the least chance is Gabe. What about Gabriel? Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> locked. <laughs> we established last week when you abandoned us, Father, that <laughs> Papa. Did you listen to the podcast, Kurt? No. I did not. No. Of course not. Did. It was pure chaos. It was even more chaos than usual. We we established uh, Haley's strong crush on Gabriel. I I I would make out with them. I think I've made that clear. Hey, there is kind of a like young Tom look around him, mostly in the shape of the face. Hmm. Kind of something to think about. Maybe I have a type. <laughs> something. <laughs> Ruminations on a Tom face. Coming yeah. to you soon. Although Ethan doesn't look very Tomish. I think I have two types. Like what Ethan looks like and like a Tom. Mm. Something to think about. Something yeah. for me to talk about in therapy if I ever go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tofu tournament time, guys. Tofu. Um, so I actually kind of like the setup of this. I don't really remember them ever having something where it's like you face off, and if you have the worst yeah. dish, you're just out. The battle royale. Uh, so what they did was they had three types of tofu for the first round. So Maria and Shota had medium tofu, Don and Gabe had firm tofu, and Byron and Jamie had extra firm. The winners of those battles, automatically they're safe. They don't have to cook anymore. They lose. Those three people have to do a fried tofu dish. And the winner of that round is safe. And the two losers of that round have to go do do another cook. And they have to make a dessert with soft tofu. Which I think of as the waterbed of surfer. <laughs> <laughs> we almost bought some today. And then we were like, we're not feeling that adventurous yet. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, I, we almost bought a waterbed today. I was like, huh. That was very like 80s. I had like a waterbed in the 80s. And I've... You never hear of waterbeds these days. I, there's just one on the newest Conjuring movie. Like that's that's oh. why I'm. It's like so fresh in my mind. There was a the devil made water. Me <laughs> I have a cat, so I feel like a waterbed is probably not the best choice. Good point. <laughs> you got there. I was just like, okay. <laughs> I was actually, listen, so I got good food a couple of weeks ago, right? Good food box. It's like HelloFresh or whatever. Came with a nice. <laughs> I thought you were just describing like <laughs> lowercase g in a. Oh, yeah, a good meal. Okay. Like I had good, good food the other day. <laughs> I know, and that's why I had to explain it. It's like HelloFresh. Yeah. Anyway, it comes with ice packs like every subscription box does. This time I was like, I'm keeping this. So I put the, I put the ice pack in the, in the freezer. Came in very handy. One day when my house was really hot, my feet were too hot for me to function, so I had to like put my feet on it. And then last night, my ankle was really swollen because if you remember from last week, I sprained my ankle last week, so it got really swollen yesterday. So I just like slept with this ice pack in my bed, <laughs> and I was worried that the cat would bite it, and then all the Goo. ice pack liquid would run out, and it would absorb into our memory foam mattress. Um, luckily, it did things, not happen. Those things remember. Yeah, they would remember the the goo. The problem I have with those ice packs is I'll put them in the freezer before, like when they've thawed, and then they'll freeze in the freezer and wedge themselves in there in a way I can never get them out. (laughs) And they're so big. I want two of them because we can put them in our our cooler. But again, yeah, sometimes it's like a triangle. It's like a camp. You got to get the ones you can actually fill with with ice. Those are elite. Those are bags. Yeah, sometimes we'll just fill like a plastic bag with ice. Because we do, we do have an ice maker, which is a great appliance if you don't have one. I don't. Um, it sounds I'm, not that, I'm not that experienced. I think with tofu. I think my primary exposure to tofu is like the chunks of it that are floating in like a miso soup. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I don't mind. I mean, don't get me wrong. But the like, I think the other question I had is: was this explicitly like? Vegetarian, like you can do no. tofu. Okay, tofu and steak. That's my dish. Yeah. Um, like I was trying to remember. I didn't see any like meat. So um, Byron, Byron used shrimp, and I would say that was probably one of the only only instances. Used, 
prosciutto in that same challenge. Nice. um, Never going with that. But yeah, so that was something I was also just wondering if that was apparently not. But but you you would want to, like, I think we've watched enough Top Chef right now that you would kind of go into this saying, okay, you want the tofu to be the star of the dish. So if you're going to put anything in there, like it might be like if there was like another one that did have like a chicken jus. Yeah. Or you might have a... uh, uh, like you know, prosciutto as that like a topping or like a an addition, yeah. but the tofu needs to be what shines. You wouldn't want to do like like I loved Maria's um like fried soybean crumble. Like you wouldn't want to like coat a steak in that and just be like it's my tofu dish. Enjoy everyone. Tofu crusted steak. Mm. Yeah, now I'm saying it. it sounds <laughs> yeah, great, but, sounds great. Uh, so Maria and Shoda faced off with medium tofu. Maria made soy braised tofu tamale with masa and soybeans, and Shoda made soy braised tofu with soy milk, yuba, shara, ai, and tofu crumbles. Um, Shoda ended up winning this round. Maria was like, this is bullshit. I'm facing off against Shoda, <laughs> who's very good at tofu. Not fair. I thought maybe she would win as like a kind of like revenge for the quick fire win. Like the six shoes on the other foot? Yeah, exactly. But was Shoda this won. one of the ties? Yeah, what this was, was one of the ties. Awesome. Okay. Okay, let's talk about the ties. Yeah. What the? Why? Like people. <laughs> How do you why even do, like debate that out? Kick out Richard, then you'll have nine. They were all like standing <laughs> across the room from each other, and being like, "I thought Maria's was better." Like. I thought Shoda's was better. It's like, how are you? Yeah, like, how are you coming to incurrence in that? I really we're, wish you were recording this. Yeah, that, that was perfect video because Kaylee literally got got up out of her seat, went to one side of the room, <laughs> imitated the people, and the, then they put the they went to the other side of the room and facing they, the first side. It was great. They looked yeah. like a, a gang of school bullies, like ready for an acapella bot battle. It was like the sharks and the it was the sharks, the, and the jets, the jets, yeah. the jets. Yeah, of <laughs> Oh, that would have been great if they just, just like, burst in the song, honestly. I mean, we don't, there's not nearly enough song bursting on Top Chef. I 100% agree. But I was like, why? They wanted this to happen. That's what it was. Because they were all saying would have had 11 people. Like, it's not that hard to get them out of person. Like, what, you sent Carrie home already? Get Carrie. She's 11. <laughs> anyway, I was bad. Ended up the show to one. <laughs> Huh. Um, <laughs> nobody actually like won one this challenge though, right? Like we, I didn't miss that. Right. No, there yeah, was one. Like, that... the, yeah, they didn't look at the top three in the first round and say, "And this one was the oh, overall." Right, yeah. right. Oh, I thought you meant in terms of like w- w- the one that wasn't a tie. But no, no. there was no like actual overall. winner of this yeah. challenge, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was it, was like it, wasn't, it was. It was almost like single elimination mm-hmm. for the winners. It's like the losers. It was like for those who follow my coffee battles on Facebook, it's like the loser advance, like the winning coffee vote gets taken out of the bracket. Yeah, because they get drinking. Uh, wait, no, 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 I have that backwards. The winners do advance, the losers don't. Sorry. I completely the winners advance to your mouth. No, the losers advance to my mouth. The winners advance to meet other winners. So like overall, we have the tastiest versus the worst. Never mind. Firm tofu was made by Don and Gabe. <laughs> Don made West Indian style brown stew tofu with charred vegetables, and Gabe made marinated and braised tofu with cabbage, soybeans, and miso chicken au jus. Gabe won this one. Uh, again, no. Yeah, again, it was a tie. It was a tie. Again, why wasn't there 11 people? Because then we got like, no, I think that this one's better. It's like, well, I would order this one. It's like, just, just have an 11th person. Or, you, or kick out Richard. <laughs> Pick out Richard, yeah. Go for it. Have yeah, great idea, Kurt. Have nine. Save more money if you really want. By the way, Kristen was looking fierce in this episode. I almost texted you guys when I was watching with like the black leather jacket and like I was like, Whew. Oh Kristen. Like it was rude. It was truly rude for them to have Melissa and Kristen be so hot together. It's not okay. Like and I'm getting angry. Someone should like complain about it. I don't want to be the one who does. But if I need to, I will. You know, it's, it's gotten ridiculous. And Tom's but, hat was hot. Like Kurt, your hat looks great. Like I'm like, yes, great hat. This is a great hat. It's a, a real crocodile Dundee moment brought oh, to the much Japanese better than garden. The slouchy tooth that we saw a couple weeks ago. Yeah, much better than that. 
Um, <laughs> extra firm tofu. Byron made pan-seared tofu with daikon salad and tofu vinaigrette. Jamie made a bonzao with sautéed tofu and fresh herbs. Um, Jamie's look great. I guess Byron's look great too, but this one was, oh, this one, hurt, this one was like, like it made me uncomfortable <laughs> because Jamie got nine votes to Byron's one. Yeah, that one, that was not the, the trick of the day for Byron. I felt bad. Byron had a rough go this episode. He's never yeah. cooking tofu. Again, he was like, I've never cooked tofu before. I'm like, you're not, you're a professional chef and you've just like never experimented with tofu. The, yeah, the interesting, and I think this was the one that they were saying, like the extra, the extra firm is the one that's the toughest to prepare. So it's not like he, let me, it was just like an extra firm. It wasn't like his extra firm tofu dish had to go up against the medium tofu dish. It was, mm-hmm. it was extra firm versus extra firm. And there was like, you know, so it wasn't technically a, a disadvantage for him to have been given this tofu, but it, it was probably the more challenging of the battles, given the, what the, the the judges were saying about just the tendency or the the nature of working with this particular type. So then, in the next round, um, they have to make and a it was, And it was right about this time too that the Don confessionals were starting to get a little like tricky in tone, scary. Yeah, I was like, are her eyes? <clears throat> was she holding back? tears yeah and this is where i was really starting to get concerned i went on a journey you all um i mean (laughs) just truly like a a never-ending story kind of thing as a black woman doing a podcast about top chef i i love don i root for her implicitly she is my everything um however this is not okay (laughs) and they can't do this to me anymore i have a bad heart I this it, it was I was like oh no first of all I was like oh no Don's getting weird out at it and then I was like oh no I hope Latanya's okay but I can't I wasn't. text her in case she hasn't I hadn't, and so I, hadn't. I wasn't and I hadn't <laughs> I try to I save these things like you know for when I truly need them <laughs> and normally that is the day before we record this podcast <laughs> that sounds reasonable to me I have to yeah. wait I usually do Friday nights so that I won't forget to watch it. Because um, I'm concerned about being spoiled. Right. I, I've been, now it's going to happen, but I've been really like hashtag blessed, y'all. Me too. I about, haven't seen yeah. one thing. People yeah. have been, thank you to the listeners for, you know, even when they like tweet us after the episode to give us, there was one, there was the, one. Pasta, the pasta one. Yeah. But that's okay. Because I knew that that dude was going to make some more bad pasta at some point, so it didn't really even bother me that much. And I didn't real, and I I didn't put two and two together that the so the the three of us got tagged in a and and no no harm no foul got tagged in a, in a tweet about Chris's pasta and like dude just stop you know I think it was like just stop making <laughs> the pasta, making pasta. And, and and I was like that could or could not be telegraphing. That you know something bad happens on that front. It could it could have referred to any time he's made a pasta. Like, I that's mean, the, that's that's where being done comes as a that. benefit to me because I didn't even think of anything of it. Right. It's like <laughs> and that's something you would have tweeted the moment you saw that he was making a pasta. Like I would have said, "Dude, why are you making a pasta?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Maria <laughs> made fried tofu steak with Asian mole and fried soy bean crumble, and she won this round. Um, Byron made wahilo wahio fried tofu with grilled shrimp, smoked fried tofu puree, prosciutto, and crispy tofu skins. This looked delicious. Yeah. But I really do think Dawn would have won with her Nashville hot tofu it with pickles and so soy good. and buttermilk oh ranch. I would order that off of any menu. That sounds amazing. Ed wanted to put like the paddle up in protest, he said. Yeah. yeah like I, mean, I I think she really I think she would have taken this had round. she not been bleeding into her plate. <laughs> she literally bled into the pickles. <laughs> like she put her Blood and sweat and tears into her literal dishes. Anytime I see anyone use a mandolin without a glove, it makes me cringe. Yeah. Um. My when I, when I worked at Arby's, I I I manned the roast beef slicer, and you I don't had... think Latanya knew you worked at Arby's. This is like a this is you had this hasn't been brought up yet this season. I don't think. Well, yeah, but last summer we did. Uh, maybe she wasn't listening to our discussion of all things fast food, where we all expressed unanimously. I think it was Yumi and Josh love Arby's. Yeah, um, I, and I probably revealed it then. But you had to wear this like chainmail glove 
Mm. It was like a a glove made of chain. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> no, you did it. Really, yeah, and to, to whenever you were using the splicer. Um, and so I would have put that on, like using the mandolin, like like when and we it, saw the, the shots of Gabe sharpening his knife in his hotel room. I would have been like all like gloved up then too. So like I'm just I don't like blood. That was no, hot, by my, the way. M- my dar- my darling current husband. But one day I came home from work, and I see he had started to make dinner. Like, oh, like fancy cucumbers and make with the mandolin. I and he wasn't there, so I figured he went upstairs to go to the bathroom. And I realized it like hit me. So I like call out to him. I'm like, "Hey, Ethan, did you did you cut yourself on the mandolin?" And he, I, like I walk into the living room. He's holding his thumb up. Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guess who had to pull some thumb skin off that mandolin? Oh. Huh. Guess who never used that mandolin ever again? She wasn't mandolining yes. beats. Like, it was, never, it was never, her, never know. <laughs> never. It was horrific. I just... And the fact that this was like for a last minute addition to the dish was mm-hmm. also just like, you know... A hate crime, basically. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm very proud that Maria and Byron helped her immediately get her dishes. In. They just yeah. couldn't get to they that. Just did not account, which is okay, because I can't count either, y'all. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm starting to get worried again about the storyline that Dawn can't get her food out on in time. Yeah, but this one wasn't really her fault. This was an extenuating circumstance. I mean, well, it was her fault. But yes. it was extended. Um and and I think I don't I didn't think they just did they miscount I assume they ran out of time. I didn't know that they realized that they miscounted, but I think I they, think they were like, ah oh, shoot, we couldn't get to that last one. But um the it was interesting because we've seen instances before like but I guess I guess Dawn's first dish where she missed the peanut sauce. It's not like it was a Peanut sauce challenge. Oh, you missed this element. It was like, it was just an incomplete conception of what she wanted, but she could still serve it. I swear I thought we'd had things previously where, like, part of the uh, parameters of the challenge were either ignored or not gotten to, and they've still counted it. But I could see why, just given the nature of this, the structure of this tournament, they didn't want to do that. So I'm not too. I'm not too upset by it. Yeah. I'm just I was just trying to think of instances that compare this to similar instances in the past where incomplete dishes have been served, but then holding that up against the what the rules of the dish were. But we've we've but we've seen people like not get enough servings out. Like just and still be counted. So Yeah. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then, so, Don and Byron faced off against each other for the soft tofu dessert round. Byron's all prepared. He knows exactly what he's going to do. And the chef's watching or commenting. He's got a plan. And (laughs) Don's confessional is, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff together. I don't don't have any. I'm just going to kind of make this up as I go along. 
was still did not help my fear. It, it was exciting to do so. Yeah, because they were just like, uh, oh, she doesn't have any urgency to her. She's just kind of going through the motions. Like golf commentators. Because <laughs> just like she's bleeding profusely. Yeah, she's yeah, like lightheaded. She, she lost one so much hand. blood into the pickles. <laughs> she couldn't go quickly. <laughs> uh Don made mango tofu boost with macerated mango diced soft tofu and sesame okara crumble. Or Byron made soft tofu mousse with honey okara and dried mango canola. So not dissimilar dishes. So I think yeah, it, it didn't really help hard. that they made the same thing. I'm yeah. not throwing shade on Dawn here, so don't come at me, Latanya. Mm. But part of me was wondering if there was any discussion in the kitchen around Dawn didn't know what to do, but then suddenly her dish looks a lot like Byron's. <laughs> like I wonder if that was ever a point um. of discussion. I mean, if it was a dessert face-off, yes, so yes. I'm fine with it being like, let's both make the same dessert, and whoever's dessert is better. And to be fair, when I went to the grocery store today, there was two types of soft tofu dessert. There was plain and mango. So I feel like it's one of those like <laughs> things where it's like just like, mango and soft tofu. Use. That's the combo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the side note, I was I went to my uh, sister's for dinner on Friday and uh, grabbed a white claw out of the fridge for her. And I, I was looking for mango, but I swear I said mayo, but it was mango. So I, I would get the mayo and the mango mixed up in my head sometimes. Huh. Sorry. Imagine Continue. that. Mayo, mayo white, claw. white claw. Actually, hmm. I do like mayo. Like I... To an astounding degree for a, a black person. <laughs> I've been told. <laughs> but I like mayo way too much. I do like me some mayo. Me too. Mayo. But she, our true love, mayo. Welcome to the Top Mayo podcast. <laughs> First it was ice, now it's mayo. The thing is, it's like, this was still another blowout against Byron nine to one. Byron had a lot of like just absolute like poor Byron. Yeah, yeah we didn't Byron. mention the fried tofu round. They just kind of took Don's out of contention. Maria went nine to one again, like against Byron. Like poor guy. Yeah, oh, yeah but maybe maybe the least here. Yeah, sorry, yeah I don't right. think they held paddles up for this one because that'd be pretty yeah, bad no. to like hear By- like Byron. Please pack your knives and go while we're holding these embarrassing paddles. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, please pack your knives and go by a vote of nine to one. But if I had to like pick one person out of who's left to go, I think it would have been Byron. Yeah. Especially Although, against Don. I did not want Don to yeah. be here. At this point for me, it's like Byron or Gabe. Yeah, I'm there. I'm right there. For Gabe? Really? I just enjoy <laughs> Jamie, Don, Maria, and showed us. So oh no, much I more. enjoy them so much more. It's just that the the judges seem to just be oh, head over heels yeah. for Gabe's food. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he's doing great cooking. I'm saying in terms of like who I wouldn't miss on my Oh, food. you wouldn't miss. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, him sharpening those knives was like the best thing that he's done all season, in my mind. Well, I liked his announcing during the drive in challenge where he was oh, trying right. to be all spooky. I, I keep forgetting that challenge happened. It's like something in my brain has blocked it out. I don't know what it is. There's some... He has a goofy gear that he shifts into occasionally that I find mm-hmm. really endearing. That's true. So, but mostly but he's it, so reserved. Yeah, but we yeah. just need more of the goofy. Yeah. Um, Anyways, this was a great, a good episode. I enjoyed it. I like the tournament style. I kind of like that this, this was like, sorry, you like lost the face off. Like you're going home. But I wouldn't want to see that every single episode. No, no. It's especially, especially when it was also kind of predominant in Last Chance Kitchen too. Tell me about Last Chance Kitchen because again, Do I have to. Oh my lord! Because it has it was, no ramification. <laughs> That's the thing. It was forty-five minutes. I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, maybe I'll watch it." But then Ethan was like, "Do you want to know what happened on Last Chance Kitchen?" I said, "Like, yeah." So he told me, and I was like, "Oh, so there's no point to us watching this. Nothing. There's nothing. I mean, except for except for Jamie going at the end of her beating Byron and removing him completely from the competition. But uh, 
You and and um, uh, Brooke was there. Yes. Brooke and Kristen were there. Yeah. So that was nice. I uh, did you enjoy last week's uh, last chance kitchen, Kurt? Going the car? back and reminding myself of uh, the uh, Tom driving a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> last chance kitchen. Like I said in the notes, there's like I was gonna be really upset if he didn't come back in wearing his helmet, and he didn't, and I was upset. Um, it was fine. Um, <laughs> this season has like, been odd. Well, I, I, the thing is, like, I like when there's limitations or parameters around like the ingredients or the nature of the dish, and it seemed like the only thing last week was the time limit. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting. I was like, well, that's gonna take him like so he's ten laps, and he's probably like. 30, 45 minutes away, but then like Sarah was like, no, the racetrack's like right over there, maybe five minutes away. So anyway, no, the, um, I mean, Last Chance Kitchen got Jamie back into the competition, but post Jamie, there's been basically, this means there was like no reason to watch it because yeah. Um, so it was, it was Byron facing off against Sarah. Um, and that competition was around creating your own take on a bento box, which was kind of fun. I love that. Mm-hmm. And they, they had they had kind of uh, like you need the protein and the pickled vegetable, and they, they, so there was a, there was like a definitive like the four elements that you have to include. I was uh, obviously heartbroken that Sarah was eliminated. When I heard that, I was pretty disappointed. I really thought she could yeah. have done it. Yeah, Shoda yeah. said he was rooting for her. Of course, yeah. he was. In, in yeah, because all the chefs came back. In. Yeah, and more evidence of of shippage. Yeah, and hey, then yeah, hey, <laughs> for the and then for like the because he can't. I was wondering what was going to happen because it was kind of phrased and like whoever wins between Byron and Sarah will have a chance to come back into the competition. I think we'd seen that previously in previous seasons and have commented yeah. about like, well, of course they're going to get back in, <laughs> and they had. Whereas this was like. The, the 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 remaining five chefs had to pick ten items out of the pantry for Byron to cook with, and there was kind of some back and forth in terms of, well, I can make this really difficult, but there's probably some sort of twist where this doesn't just impact Byron, and so you had like Shoda and Dawn picking slightly more difficult things, but you had like Maria and Gabe acknowledging, we may have to use these ingredients mm-hmm. or something. Like the the the, the gist was. Well, they didn't really know what the gist was at the time. Um, they, they came back with five baskets of food and five, five ingredients, or sorry, five baskets of 10 ingredients each. And Byron had to look through the baskets of ingredients and say, okay, you're going to have to make go head to head against the chefs who picked three of these baskets using these specific ingredients. And so it was kind of Byron eliminated Shodas and Dons as too difficult to work with. And so he had to do three one on ones against uh, Gabe. He got to choose the order. Gabe, then Maria, then Jamie. Um, and so, so yeah, so Gabe beat him. And I was looking at how much time was left in the episode. And I was like, 20 minutes or so, he's probably going to do all three challenges. And so, uh, sure enough, like Marie, he beats Maria. And there's still like now maybe 10 minutes left in the episode. And then the last one, I was just, I think I was just assuming he would be Jamie. They want him to come back in. And now Jamie beat him. So well, no more Byron. It, no he shouldn't have in. said that her box was e- the, the easiest because no. he apparently lit a fire under Jamie that the likes of which we have never seen. Well, and yeah, it's tough too because hard. Jamie's <laughs> been through Last Chance Kitchen, so she knows kind of the in, the subtle differences between the two competitions. She knows how to work work Last Chance Kitchen, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she would not have been my choice for that sure. last dish. Yeah. Also, I think um, people just underestimate Jamie because she's one of those like fun people who like you don't totally always take seriously because she doesn't always say words instead of like <laughs> like so, but but she knows what she's doing, and so I yeah. don't think it's fair to be like I could probably beat Jamie. Like, no, you can't. And he didn't. Good and he did not. And he and you can see like Shoda was very of the five who are still remaining. Shoda was the most vocal about. We don't want someone coming back in. Yeah, <laughs> we I mean, don't want. We got to protect this house. Like yeah. we're not. We're not going to let anybody back in here. I don't. Yeah. But yeah, Jamie's like, yeah, nobody else back in here. So, so yeah, that's 
That's it. That's so we're that. down to five. I don't know when this does. I so do you think we've got? Is it? I can never remember. Is it a final two or a final three, or does it vary? It varies. Okay. I wonder now if they're going to have a final two instead of a final three, because they probably expected somebody to come back to eliminate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, so down to five next week. Can't wait to see our best friend, Brooke. Yay, Brooke. Yay. Yeah, I mean, this was this was a really interesting episode all around. Yeah. I liked, you know, I like competitions. And this was a competition within a competition. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, them getting to go tour the oldest tofuery was nice. That's so cool. <laughs> I, I think of it like a tofu tech, like a discotheque. <laughs> to, 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 right, oh, oh. How about a tofuteria? <laughs> no? That sounds hey, like for, a disease. We're getting shirts that say tofuteria. Tofuteria? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that was nice. Yeah. You know. Um. Who do you who do you want to win? Who do you want to win? Well, I also want to point out that you and I each have one person left in our team, and Latanya I don't still has want that pointed people. out to me, Kurt. <laughs> Latanya still has three. So, Beginner's uh, luck. <laughs> so I am going to I'm going to be rooting for Shoda because he's my last pick, and I enjoy him. Mm. I think I have to root for Shoda here too. Of my three remaining people. Oh. We get it. You're better than us. <laughs> <laughs> to luxuriate in that for a second. Um, Don, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all yeah. Don all the way. And then if not Don, then I guess Gabe, fine. Because, you know, he has a name that is also the name of my nephew. So yeah, I would go Joda, then I think my second choice would be Maria. I just enjoy the hell. Oh, I forgot that Maria. I I guess if not Dawn, then Maria. Maria winning would be like she'd be so happy, and it seems like it would legitimately be life changing. Yeah, I think like of all the maybe this is getting ahead of ourselves, but but like like the next potential All Star season, I would love to see Maria come back. Yeah. So, I mean, this minute, I I think I'd be happy with any of these people, regardless of who wins. Who do you right. think the final three will be if it's three? I think Gabe. Uh, Gabe. Gabe and Dawn, definitely. And then probably Shoda. Mm. Um, I'm leaning towards those three as well, to be honest. There's been some weird editing things with Don and Gabe, but they've all been fake out for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's weird that I the final three that would be the most enjoyable for me is are the final three people that are left on the team, on my team. Don, <laughs> Gabe, and Maria. We get it. No, no. I mean, I would I would love to see Shoda in the final three as well, because I, I think that he would like I think I he seems like the person who still has the most to like bust out of a bag, if that makes sense. Like he um, has some tricks, I think. Yeah. And it would be interesting to see what those are. Yeah. Agreed. Kurt, what have you been making this week? So I have like two weeks to catch you guys up. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, you did some light smoking. You did some wild stuff last week. Well, of meats, we should very clarify. I've been some (laughs) Um, you know, I visited, light, I, light I, did, I, did, I visited a friend over Memorial Day weekend. He busted out this Wagyu steak that was like amazing. Someone described it. Did it taste, I think it was it one, one of you in a group thread where they said it tastes like mar- meat marshmallow. And it was it, it melted. It melted in your mouth. It was so tasty. And we tried like some of we seared it with this propane burner, and half of it was smoked. It was just so good. It um, looked really good. Like I, also, I was legitimately jealous. Frankly, like he, um, and, oh, it was it was so tasty. Don't do um, that again. We I, I subscribed to a new meal service. Another one, a different one. Yeah, called Cook Cook Unity. Uh, where they're actually they're pre-made. You just have to like heat them in the stove or the microwave, and I prefer the stove. Just saying. Um, and that's been that was interesting and tasty. Um, 
I went to my said my my sister's uh, house. Her and her uh, husband they did uh, kind of homemade pizzas, and there was like a shrimp and avocado pizza with a garlic oh, sauce that was really what? tasty. Like a chicken pesto one that was really tasty, and a brisket one that was tasty, and and the my my brother in law gave me like all this brisket to come back with, so I have to figure out how I'm going to cook it this week. Mm, um, brisket. But the big thing was so when I was growing up in West Michigan, in the Muskegon area, there was a Chinese restaurant called House of Chan, um, and it was like that's where I discovered pot stickers and crab rangoons, like in elementary school, and it was just like. At least, like, like once a month, my mom and I, we would pick it up and we'd eat, take it. We'd never eat there. We tried a few times. It was always not great, the service. But we'd always pick it up and take it home. And it was great. And then it shut down. And then, like, a couple months back, I was uh, just, like, searching for, like, anything online about, like, what happened to it? What happened to the owner? And there was a – and it, used, it, it turned out it was actually two places. It was House of Chan and, um, uh, and like – uh, Joe's Steakhouse. I forgot that there was a steakhouse on the other side of this building. Well, it turns out that there's a place in Muskegon called Joe Chan's Bistro. And I looked it up, and it's the same font as the original House of Chan. And I, and I was like, and it turned out it was the same owner. And I think he just, like, moved, and we never knew that. Um, and so I ordered, so yesterday I was back home uh, for my mom's birthday, and so I went and picked up the popstickers and the crab rangoons and some Szechuan shrimp, no, Szechuan seafood dish, and a cashew shrimp dish, and a Philly cheesesteak quesadilla. Yeah, I love those for you. <laughs> because, because, what a combo. Yeah. Because their menu, it has like the, like the Chinese food section, but then there's like the steak. So it, it still has like the steakhouse bistro bar type section as well where you can get like a Reuben or uh you know Cobb salad or or what have you. Um so we got all the dishes we would like normally get and then I threw in a Philly cheesesteak on a quesadilla on top of that. Um it was this is so Midwestern that I can't even right now. Very much so. Um the crab rangoons were just how I remember them. The pot stickers were not. The seafood dishes were good. The cheesesteak quesadilla Pretty good. Not gonna lie. <laughs> pretty, pretty uh, good. Pretty, pretty good. So that's been uh, that's been my week. Has just been like not a lot of cooking, uh, but a lot of eating. Well, Tony, what did you make this week and or eat this week? Make, yeah. Um, so I did not do that, but I <laughs> I had a um, a green a Thai green curry. With oh, eggplant love- and tofu, actually. Oh, that sounds so uh, really good. like on point. Like before, I even knew what this episode was about. I was just like, you know what, tofu. Um, and I was, I was happy. I always have them put extra coconut milk in mine so that it doesn't like offend my my delicate taste buds. <laughs> just like I can't do it <laughs> um, anymore with the spices. Um, and and they obliged. Um, I wish there was more tofu in it, honestly. Um, but it was delicious. Um, and then I, I had a really, really good pizza um, yesterday. That it had fennel sausage and um, no, wow, Kurt, like, you, don't, you, you don't know that it, fennel is my arch enemy. Oh no, it's under underreported again. <laughs> You didn't listen to the podcast, um, I, I also need to point out something no. else that's underreported, and that's that I just noticed. Kurt is wearing a meat shirt, different than the bacon shirt, meatitarian. It has a steak on it. Oh, was that? Did that come in a meat box? Did you buy it separately? No, that was it. Was a Christmas gift from a few years back. I'm planning on buying a shirt that says Cheese Queen on it, and oh. a necklace that says Shirt Cutery on it. So I get it. So fennel sausage. Fennel yeah. sausage. Uh, some mushrooms. Uh, some Roma tomatoes. It was a tomato sauce base. Uh, and there was some basil on there as well. I would probably enjoy it. I, I do tend to like, I like fennel when it is, I can, I can, I can do fennel when it's cooked. If it's like just raw veggie form and it tastes too licorice then that's when I can't do it. It didn't overwhelm the, yeah. the sausage part <laughs> of the fennel <laughs> sausage, so... 
it was it was like it was also one of those instances where do you all ever have those times where you just wait too long to eat in a day and then you're just ravenous when you get food Mm -hmm. and so it was for me i was i felt like i was experiencing some kind of like rapture um it was an out of body experience. The pizza was being raptured. Yeah, it was definitely, it was being raptured by me and I was being raptured by the pizza. (laughs) Um, You know, so it may or may not be my new religion. I haven't really come to that decision yet, but it was the best pizza I've had in quite some time. It sounds amazing. Nice. Really good. Anything else? Or was was that the highlight? Yeah, no, I only ate two things this week. (laughs) <laughs> it's a big pizza. <laughs> uh, I also had a pizza this week. Um, I got I got one of my favorites, the Boston Pizza Pierogi Pizza. Oh, no. The what? Okay. It's a pierogi pizza. So the the sauce is sour cream. It's sauce. Uh, the 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 sauce sour cream. The sauce. <laughs> and then it's sliced potato. And cheese with some bacon and uh, green onions on it. And it's so good. So it's a baked potato. Yeah. Yeah. It's a baked potato on a crust. Yep. Cool. Yep. It's delicious. I love it. Um, Also, this week I made, I was off on Monday. So I took some time and I I marinated some cauliflower in in like cumin and uh, turmeric. And then we roasted that on the barbecue and also made some like, uh, Spicy and hot honey green beans that were great. Barbecue potatoes, which were lovely. Yeah, I bought this hot honey because last year you guys talked about hot honey and now I bought hot honey and I'm like, oh, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I even, we made grilled cheese last week. I bought some sourdough, shredded some cheddar cheese and and just just a little bit of hot honey on that that cheese. That sounds wonderful. It's a binding agent. I need to leave my hot honey on the counter versus like in with like my sauces, like the the yeah. non-refrigerated sauces and spices and stuff. Because I have it, but I so seldom use it, but I really like it. But I always forget I have it. I've even mixed in like made a vinaigrette out of it. Um, mm. Yeah, it's been it's been a great condiment for me. Um, on a related note uh, to the to the podcast to the show, so I've been looking at taking some uh, like a week vacation following. Uh, American Fourth of July, American Independence Day. Um, so a little bit after yours, Haley. Um, Three holidays. Shoot, I should have asked you if you knew what it was. <laughs> I, I, I would have guessed July first because I remember I was flying to the UK in college for a summer program on the on July first, and we flew from Detroit over uh, like Windsor and Toronto, and you could see the fireworks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I think I might do Portland. I might do like Vegas, no. I might do Portland, Portland, then Vegas, then Minneapolis. Great. And, and I was looking at like some like, where are some like fun hotels and stuff in Portland? And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that like when I travel to other cities, not only do I try to do escape rooms in each city, but I'll look to see if they have any like culinary tours. And I was looking on Viator, which is like a, you know, kind of a touring company. You can go there and just, what city are you visiting? Okay, here's all the tours they have, or uh, that they're offered these through this company. And they have a donut tour. That I might do, and there's like a bite. There's like a. Um, I got the tab open here. It's the uh, uh, the food carts of Portland bike tour. That's cool. wow. Where it looks that like it's, fun. it's various food trucks and such. Uh, they call them like food carts, and it took me back to. And one of them almost looks like. Remember when they did the um, uh, the. The like the the flavors. There's like the food from Ghana and the like. I'm trying to remember what the actual the, the technical theme was because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, but it was basically it was like the the ethnic cuisine, and and there was a one that was like the it looked like it was a food truck from I believe it was, uh, I think I think it was from Ghana, um, although it might have been Guyana, and I just am now misremembering. Regardless, it looks like it's it looks like that might be one of the ones that they visit. Um, although now that I see the sign on it, the sign says. Viking soup kitchen, so I don't think that's from Ghana <laughs> or Guyana, but that sort of thing. So anyway, you know, when the um, Vikings <laughs> the, yeah, over the Africa, Vikings all the way to Oregon. Um, little known fact, uh, but uh, yeah. So, and I was just thinking, do I visit the Tokateria, or do I need to go back and look at all the different things that they visited, like the Japanese garden? I was like, I could visit that, and I you even should. Want to, and I'm gonna rewatch. Like- where they film Kill Bill. 
It did. Yeah. And, and like, it's even like on my rewatch, I was like, okay, that's what it looks like. So like, if I go there, I'll say, I can say, this is where the competition was held and have my sat right here. And this is where they debated. But anyway, um, considering going to Portland for vacation this summer for a weekend. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it does. I have friends in Portland. I should really see them at some point. Hmm. I've never been. I keep wanting to do like um like a uh, a Vancouver to like San Francisco like kind of train adventure and stop in Seattle and Portland. Mm. That's always been a train adventure. I love a train. Mm. Great way to see a a, some countryside, you know. I took I took a train from Chicago to LA once. Once. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds. I've always wanted to do the ones that are like. From Toronto to Vancouver, where it's like the open, not like, oh, the, yeah. like the sky view sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that sounds pretty. The convertible car, the convertible train. Yeah. Across the, the country train, that that sounds not well planned. <laughs> it was, it was. Uh, I, I I splurged on like a sleeper car that had like a bathroom in the car and like the beds and the. Oh, so it was like your, you know, I spl- I paid a lot, and um, but it was like an Easter weekend. And so a couple of the states that you're going through, they didn't sell alcohol on the train because they, were, they had to follow the liquor laws of the state you're going through at the time. And I was very upset. That's funny. Anyway. All right. Well, next time, you know, you got to bring your own alcohol on that train. Yeah. Any hobo movie will tell you. Yeah, exactly. I'll put my little video over my shoulder. <laughs> but I, I, I actually, I would completely be going to Vancouver if it wasn't for lockdown like that's i i've always wanted to visit vancouver i'm hoping i'm hoping it's it kind of sounds like by the end of september at least everyone will be double vaxxed so i'm hoping i'm just i just i'm i'm just trying to have joy like we're still in lockdown yeah um and it's been hard to find joy it was weird like when i went shopping for groceries today it was the first time I went to the, the the sign on the door. I saw people walking out without masks on, and the sign on the door said, uh, "If you've been vaccinated, you're not required to wear a mask." And I like just taking that out of my pocket. I'm like, "Okay." I'll you know there are a lot of liars. Oh yeah, just you know I, that's definitely it's an honor system. out there. It is an honor system thing, and trust no honor. Yeah, system. I cannot. I can't abide an honor system in America. Like it's just not gonna work out well for anyone. We're we're all lying all the time. Uh, well, hopefully soon we can hang out in person. We can have pizza together. Anyway, Kurt, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Kurt Clark with two C's at the beginning of each of those words. Not two C's at the beginning of each, but one at the beginning. Of each. I saw I saw the time every week. <laughs> Every week at C U R T C L A R K. Latanya, Dubba 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 dot um, <laughs> at L K Starks on Twitter. Um, check out some of my twittering. I will be talking about gymnastics later today because it is the national championships. Question, Latanya. Yes. Chelsea Mebel is competing. Yeah. Chelsea Mebel was just like, oh. There's a pandemic. I guess I'll start training. 11 months later, mom of two, Chelsea Memel, fully she, competing. At she competed in the 2008 Olympics. Olympics. She did. Not only that, on a broken foot. She on a broken and event. a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, she, she only popped did. her shoulder out during bars. I, oh, yeah, she only competed on bars. Because she had a broken foot, so she couldn't do anything else. But that was a time when they were allowed to have six people on a team, so they can do a little more finagling. Are they down to four now, or is it still five? Yeah, there, there's four That's now, so which stupid. is stupid. But they're changing it back to five next year. Right. But the other thing is, the, their ridiculous process has made it so that one of our people who qualified um, through World Cup events uh, ma- means that we get an extra specialist spot. I, it doesn't make any sense. Like the the gymnastics rules for four year fans, which which is what we call people that just tune in for the Olympics. Hello, <laughs> make absolutely no sense. They're all archaic, and they're essentially made to stop Simone Biles from being great. 
So I'll be tweeting about things like that. <laughs> and maybe even talking about it on a podcast. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about some Olympics. Hmm. Possibly. Possibly might happen. Ain't no city championships. This is the Olympics. <laughs> Was it an actual quote from a gym parent before? <laughs> an Olympics once. Not so an Olympics. How old is Chelsea Is she like 40? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know how old she is. She's I'm, like I'm doing a quick Google. Um, 32? Um, 32. Yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. I guess it's hard because like the 2008 Olympics happened so long ago. But she's miss her teens when they she's go, so. better now than she was then. People like it's one of those things where if you don't abuse people uh, mentally and physically and make them go to beyond their limit until they literally break bones and dislocate things during routines, and their bodies are allowed to heal. Then they're good at gymnastics. It's weird. I'm. It's. It's so. It's. This is so crazy to me. I saw some. I think you retweeted something about Chelsea Memo. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. Anyway, um, you can find me on the internet at a strong on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to check out what I'm reading, check out the Strong Library. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I wrapped up the season eleven of Taskmaster with Grace Leader. Mm. You're not watching Taskmaster. It's my favorite show. Watch it. It's so so funny. Um. The bat oh the bachelorette is starting back up this oh, week. Lord. Uh Amy and I More were joined of that by for us. <laughs> <laughs> Amy and I were joined by Brian Skelly, you are draft. Um, so you can listen to that. Um what else have I been doing? Just puttering around, I guess, puttering around on the internet. You know, the usual. Having pictures of Meghan Markle behind you. At Mel got served made that for me. It's great. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram. She's excellent. Yeah, I love that. Yep, I'm a I'm a Megan fan girl. Can't help myself. Can't help myself. Um until next time, pack your knives and go. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.